What's up, y'all? Welcome back after, I mean, it's been a while. A lifetime. But this is JC Chats. I'm Cassidy. I'm Jamal. And yeah, we're just happy to be back. Yes, we are truly happy to be back. It has been a long time coming. <laughs> Um, so it's just much been has happened. exactly so much has happened, man. And uh, I feel like today's uh, podcast is really going to talk about kind of uh, insight into what we've really been kind of going through while we've been out or not on the air, for lack of words. And so I want to first open us up in prayer. Uh, so thank you, Lord, for this beautiful day that you've given us, Lord God. Thank you for this fellowship with our followers, Lord God. And we pray that this message or this um, this teaching, Lord God, that you've given us, uh, be enlightened and help the people in their lives. And that this is some wisdom that someone can take and impart, impartake uh, just to carry through with their day-to-day lives. And we thank you for this time. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. So, um... Yeah, what are we talking about? Today, oh yes, today's um, podcast is going to be on trials of life. And I don't know about you guys, but for me and Cassidy, I would say for the past six months, mm-hmm. um, roughly six, seven, maybe eight months now, because it started like August. For me, it started like, uh, I'm sorry, uh, I'll say like October. October of 2020 the devil just has been on a rampage of trying to distract us or get us upset or just trials of life some of them probably wasn't even the devil it was just trials of life you know what I mean Mm -hmm. and so um, yeah really been going through uh, a lot of hard times Uh, speak for me personally um, I lost one of my close friends uh, on Thanksgiving of last year who I was planning to see after I got back to the States. Um, unfortunately, he passed away, uh, on the, like I said, on Thanksgiving. So dealing with that, um, also me and my wife have been trying to uh, grow our family and going through miscarriages. Then our car broke down on top of that. then your phone got stolen. Then my phone got <laughs> stolen while my wife was at Bible study. So... Yeah, the devil was really trying his best, man. He was he was putting in work, man. He was he was working. I give him credit. I give him E for effort. But my God is greater than my problems, Amen. So uh, we're gonna be coming from James uh, chapter, or I'm sorry, James chapter one, and I'm gonna be reading verses two uh, to nine. But we're really gonna be covering. We're not gonna deal too much with verses two, uh, seven and eight, but we'll discuss them a little bit and i'll be reading out of the amplified version well man you've been talking so let me read or cassidy i'm sorry my wife will read out of the uh amplified version and while she's pulling that up i just want to tell y'all reason why i love the amplified bible um so anyone knows me words uh i love words and the reason i love words because words have meaning it's one reason i love names why you know because if you read through well every name has most names have meaning And so if you, uh, that's why I take, you know, naming our children, very important. Uh, The names in the Bible, doing your research on the Hebrew and the Latin, they all have different meanings and also just deep. And so uh, I wanted to uh, read you guys the definition of amplified. 
and why I once again love the Amplified Bible. It says to make larger, greater, stronger. Um, the second one is what really just spoke to me to expand in uh, stating or describing as by far or as by details or illustration to clarify. And so that's where I really love the Amplified Bible because it clarifies a lot of, you know, what you might not get in the King James Version. It's not necessarily the, the little pat, you know, uh, pat on the back NIV version. That's kind of uh, nice and soft. No, I'm not, NIV. I'm not I'm coming. I'm not coming for anybody who's on the NIV. I do use that in some of my on studies. The NIV and the NLT yeah. and the AMP. Okay. Um, somebody get my wife. But I do sometimes use the NIV version uh, in my studies. But like I said, I'm a big Amplified uh, uh, fan. And so with that being said, while I'm on air, I'm going to say my wife said she would get me an Amplified Bible. Yes. So y'all heard it here. That's going to be happening soon. Okay. I got my new Bible. Now I'm about to get his Bible. Amen. All right. Okay. So I'm going to start reading. Uh, we're in James chapter 1 and starting at verse 2 and going to verse 9. And again, this is the Amplified Version. Consider it nothing but joy, my brothers and sisters, whenever you fall into various trials. Be assured that the testing of your faith through experience produces endurance, leading to spiritual maturity and inner peace. And let endurance have its perfect result and do a thorough work so that you may be perfect and completely developed in your faith, lacking in nothing. If any of you lacks wisdom to guide him through a decision or circumstances, he is to ask of our benevolent God, who gives to everyone generously and without rebuke or blame, and it will be given to him. But he must ask for wisdom and faith, without doubting. God's willingness to help for the one who doubts is like a billowing surge of the sea that is blown about and tossed by the wind. For such a person ought not to think or expect that he will receive anything at all from the Lord. Being a double-minded man, unstable and restless in all his ways, in everything he thinks, feels, or decides. Let the brother in humble circumstances glory in his high position as a born-again believer called to the true riches and to be an heir of God. Amen. Uh, so, Amen to the reading of the word. Amen, woman of God. Yeah, so that was just so much just good, healthy um, food. That wasn't no milk. That was the heavy hitter. You know what I mean? That was that hefty meal. That's that home-cooked meal right there. You know what I mean? Uh, and so, first thing, I, uh, first question I want to present after the reading of the word mm-hmm. to my wife, and I'll let her go first. And, well, I'll, I'll go for first um, okay. since she just read. But when it comes to trials in our life, uh, are we seeking God, or are we seeking social media? Are we seeking friends? Are we seeking family? Are we going to that one auntie who we know has been with the Lord from the beginning of time, and we mm-hmm. seeking we seeking to just drain her faith? So that we can get through our storm. Right. Are we as warriors of Christ individually saying, hey, I'm putting on my, uh, my, you know, uniform 
my fruits of the spirit. I'm using my fruits armor of the spirit. It's my armor of God. Thank you. And I'm going to fight this battle with the Lord. Mm-hmm. Or are we relying on every, every, you know, other people's um, equipment? Like, hey, bro, let me borrow yo. Yo, uh, yo, belt of truth. Let me get your shield, uh, <laughs> your shield of faith, real quick for myself. Thank you, brother. Let me get my sword, your sword. Where your Bible at? Let me get your Bible so I can see the stuff you highlighted because I need it. You know what I mean? And so, uh, personally, for myself, that's something I had to learn. Um, you know, coming, leaving my father's covering, my dad being uh, a minister. Uh, and stepping out on my own and starting my own family, I had to then become a man and say, I'm now the head of this household. I have to walk in my own faith, not just for myself, but for my wife. And so, uh, you know, right off the bat of our marriage, I had to start learning to seek God myself, not relying on, and not, and I want to clarify something. I'm not saying that you cannot call, uh, that friend or that person, but we should first be seeking God. And we should be seeking God's wisdom over any man's opinion or advice first. You know what I mean? And, you know, something else I really want to say, this just came to me while we were speaking. Mm -hmm. We as a generation, especially this generation, we have to stop going through Instagram and Facebook and thinking every meme or tweet that someone put up is facts. Like, just because, you know, you see these posts where it's like, Every man that sleeps to the left probably cheating on you. <laughs> and then every woman's like, yeah, my man sleeps to the left. Oh, I can't, you, oh, my goodness. I guess he a cheater. Let me go through his phone. Like, stop taking these things as facts. You know what I mean? It's funny how we go through the Instagram. Or, or like, don't search for the, that meme or that, uh, that picture that goes with your situation because you want to... Just tell every the whole world exactly. what you're going through. Yes, just, just stop doing that. I honestly think we need to um, seek God. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Seek His wisdom. Everything you see on social media is not one applicable mm-hmm. to you. Two is not truth. Sometimes it might not. Even it's be true. not truth. It's somebody in their mom's basement who made a picture <laughs> and it went viral. Not the basement, but yeah, or just somebody in their own emotions they're not even coming from a place of logical wisdom or, or spiritual wisdom of, yeah, for that matter exactly. and they're just telling you what they what they feel in the moment and here you are reading the tweet and trying to apply it to your relationship to your family yeah. to whatever and yeah. so you have to stop doing that and we need to start applying the word of god i mean yes if you're going to apply some facebook posts and like my wife said it's a good point I can't stand those people that hide behind memes. Don't post a meme talking about, oh, I, I just thought it was a good post. You know, I'm not going through it. Be honest, man. Be vulnerable. You know what I mean? That's what God, you know, God wants. He wants you to be honest and vulnerable. He can't help you in your situation when you're sitting here behind lies and trying to deny mm-hmm. what you truly feel. And so, um, for me, I really just learned I have to dig into his word myself. I have to see God myself. And... Not saying I don't let others encourage me or or mentor me, and sometimes when I'm going through things, I don't even talk to other people about it because I'm still talking to the Lord. I'm talking to the number, you know. What I mean, I'm talking to my Creator, like our man of God at church talked about today. You know, we we're creating His image, and so why are we seeking? We should be seeking the Creator, not other creations He made. You know, what I mean, we seek our the person that made us, and so. I agree. Um, 
Yeah, what would you have to say about that, Bay? On um, yeah, when it comes to talking to other people, yeah, about, about things that are going on. Yeah, I definitely agree with what you said about um, going to God first. I think, like for me, if something's going on in my life now, um, as I've grown deeper in Christ, um, I've been able to take a moment, stop, think, and open up my Bible or just open up my phone and I'll Google scriptures for anxiety, scriptures for this, right? And then I go to my Bible and I read what God has to say to me. And a lot of times it's like a light bulb moment and I instantly, without fail, I instantly feel 100% better. And then once I've consulted God, went to his word, I will then maybe go to a trusted friend or like a family member Mm -hmm. or my husband, of course. Uh, Well, first and foremost, my husband. But but, um, what you don't want to do is you don't want to go to a person first because then that you kind of err on the side of making that person an idol in your life, you know. If you're a person who has wisdom and, you know, a lot of people come to you asking you for this, this, and that, ask them, have you consulted God first? Before you come to me with this, before you unload on me, have you went to God for this? Mm -hmm. Right? And vice versa, if you're the person who is seeking advice, stop, ask yourself, have I consulted God first? And, um... That, that'll just uh, help your problem immediately. Yeah, I totally agree. I was going to say something, too, about when we were talking about the armor of God. And um, it brought me back to the story of David, right? And I was going to try to find the scripture really fast, but just for the sake of time. Um, so when David came, uh, when David was uh, called or he came to bring lunch to his brother, uh, when the Israelites were being attacked by uh, the Philistines, mm-hmm. David first of all was not even there to fight. Like David was there to bring, you know, bring lunch to his brother, and then he found out like, oh, dang, y'all getting attacked. Oh, what's popping? You know, what's going on? And so when David found this out, uh, he's like, everyone is scared. He's like, so who gonna fight him? And then everyone's like, um, you gonna or we not gonna fight him? Like. We trying to find out, and so they was like, "Shoot, I'll fight him." Mm-hmm. And so people, and so they're looking at David like, "David, how you gonna fight him, man? Like you just watch sheep, not knowing David had fought lions, bears at this time. Um, like David had, he had a little resume going for himself. Little did they know. So, oh, by the way, my husband um, is referring to First Samuel chapter seventeen, verses seventeen through twenty-eight. Thank you, my love. So. David then saw the king says, hey, you can take my armor and I'll give you my armor and we'll put it on you. He's like, nah, nah, I'm good. He's like, you know what? I'm going to just take what God's given me. And God instructed him to get a slingshot and uh, one stone. And so I bring that up to say, you don't need to be taking other people's armor. Mm. You know what I mean? Use your armor, your armor of God. 
You yeah, need to be in the that's word. That's what fits you, right? Yes, that's what fits you. It's tailored to you. Everybody's relationship Everyone, yes. with God is unique Ta- and personal to them. Thank you. It's a relationship. That's all I love to tell people. I'm not. I don't walk in religion. I walk in a relationship, relationship. with my Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. And so, you have to truly embody that and not be looking to take on your mama's armor, your auntie's armor, your daddy's armor. Like put on your armor of God. And so. Um, Yes, I, I just was uh, led to say that. And so um, our second question is, when trials come, mm-hmm. do you focus on the negative or do you focus on um, the positive? And also said in another term, are you focusing on the problem or the problem solver? And so uh, I'll, I'll go. You went first last time, right, Ben? So should we be reading this? I'll, yeah, I'll be going to that. But, I'll, I'll read it. Well, not right now. I was going to go to that. Yeah. Okay, so you want me to answer first? Yeah. Okay. Um, When trials come, do you focus on the The problem or do you focus on the problem solver? Oh, sorry. (laughs) Um, You know, I got to be honest. Depending upon the problem, Mm -hmm. I will focus on the problem. Like, if the problem is massive, like, really heavy, um, it can be hard for me to try and navigate out of the all the thoughts that, you know, flood in my mind. Like, it's not hard to put the blinders on. Right. And um, once I come out of that, then my focus is on the problem solver because God is the only one who can solve whatever I'm going through you know that is that is deep you know usually if it's something small like um you know I can you know go straight to him maybe just talk out loud or pray out loud um but if it's big or for something I I deem as a big deal it can be hard for me to um navigate out of that negative space yeah, I think a lot of us, uh, actually, thank you for your honesty, but I think a lot of us do tend to focus on the problem and what we're going through. And, you know, like I said, it goes back to what I've been going through over the last seven months. Um, this scripture really spoke to me a lot because, like I said, consider it nothing but joy. And it's not that you're happy or you're some lunatic that's, ooh, my life is going terrible. This is great. But no, you know that this is an opportunity for God to show out. This is an opportunity for God to step up and knock this out the park. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's kind of like if you ever seen any great athletes, they'll tell you, like Michael Jordan and Kobe will tell you, um, I love cl- clutch time moments. Mm-hmm. And they loved it because it was an opportunity when the game was on the line for them to seal the deal. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's nothing more um, just breathtaking adrenaline rushing just you know what i mean you're just like man here we go five seconds left i gotta hit this shot you know what i mean i'm on th- you know i gotta hit this free throw just that moment you know what i mean and that's the same way our god is like god is like hey shoot i know you don't went through this you don't lost this person your car done broke down your boss acting crazy guess what i'm about to hit you with a blessing so crazy in the nick of time i'm gonna come through right on time in my timing and that's mm-hmm. another thing we have to always remember it that is. it's always in his time it you know is. what i mean it's not in our time you know what i mean and so 
that's what you know that's why he said count it all joy it's like when you know like bro we down by 10 points and you're like bro my homie down here bro he about to score 50 like i'm not even tripping in two seconds exactly you know what i mean like yeah i'm down 15 but my god he about to we about to come back just mm-hmm. watch and so that's what you know that's consider nothing but joy my brothers and sisters whenever exactly. you fall into various trials and that verse isn't saying like you said babe don't you know it's not saying don't go through grief don't go through sadness um you know but what it's saying is at the end of it you know god is going to bless you and rejoice in that you have something to look forward to mm-hmm. right and don't stay in that you know it's okay to feel those emotions um but we cannot stay in that space and we have to focus on what is beyond that and that's where we find our rejoicing yeah in. and people have to get to yeah i'm so glad you brought that up, woman to god because people have to understand that god blessed you with emotions so do not think that if you are acting in a emotion that you are going to hell or you're wrong because you felt angry. No, it's okay to be angry, it's, but do not walk in anger, as in do not dwell in that standpoint. You know what I mean? Don't let that become a way of life now. You're just an angry person. Like, you the Hulk now. you just smashing everything up because of nothing. You know what I mean? You can be angry in that moment, but then see God and, and move through it. You know what I mean? You could be sad in that moment. But don't fall into depression to the point where now that's just your way of life. You walk around looking like Eeyore from Winnie the Pooh. Just, how are you? Yeah, another sad day, my brother. Like, no. It Yeah, get over here, my brother. It's okay. You're going to be all right. Put your head up. You know what I mean? And so, um, yeah. And, and then also, too, verse 3 just was such a blessing, too. Be assured that the testing of your face... Or your faith, I'm sorry, through experience produces endurance. You know what I mean? And it just reminded we got a couple track stars here, uh, me and my wife, and it just really reminded me of as a as a runner, what do you do to become a better runner? You test your ability. You run. You know what I mean? You 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 have to even when they make vehicles. To make sure the vehicle is ready to be op- to be mass produced. But what happens when we have endurance, babe? When we have endurance, that makes each race easier, easier. to overcome, easier to hit personal best. Exactly. Anything that comes in our way, oh, we built endurance, so we but got to, this. Yeah, and like I was getting to, to get endurance, you have to be tested. You know what I mean? Yes. If everything's going hunky-dory, it's hard to be. If It's like a car. Like, if your car's just sitting in the garage, it's not being tested. You don't know if or, it's capable. Or even better, you know, if you're going against the same opponents, you know, you're hey, dusting them. Hit them, woman, guy. Get them. <laughs> and you dusting them. You know, where's the challenge? Yeah, like, like okay. come on now. We got to level up. Yeah. You can't, you've been on this baby stuff, but it's time for you to level up. So, you know... Things happen to us to build that endurance and so that we can level up our faith. Yeah. And people have to understand, like, just like you said, um, like, yeah, you conquer a temptation. Woo, we proud of you. Great. Now, yes, there's the rest of life. There's more <laughs> There's more issues, like you said. There's different levels to this. It's a daily It's going to thing. be different things that come. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, yeah. yeah, like you said, the endurance. And like the word says... And letting endurance have its perfect result and do 
and through work. And so what it's saying right there when it says that perfect result mm-hmm. is in its own timing, in timing. We are in this microwave society mm-hmm. where we want these results right away. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. You know. Yeah. God, can I have my car now? Oh, God, can I have my, can I, have my, can I get this right now? Right now? Like, tomorrow? Can, God, can I please right. pay off this debt tomorrow? You know. Yeah, I want to be debt free now. Exactly. You know, one thing I've learned, me and my wife just paid off 40000 All glory Woo! to God. Um, and big shout out to my wife for being diligent and disciplined. Um, even when I did not want to, uh, <laughs> I shout out to her for that. And that took us, it was in God's time. It, it was no shortcuts to it. You know what I mean, I didn't start. And let me tell y'all something real quick for y'all, my brothers in the hood. I didn't start selling drugs so we could get out the debt free journey. I didn't start hustling the people in my job so we can get out the debt free journey. You know what I mean? There's no shortcuts to doing it the right way and doing it God's way. Sacrifice and obedience. Exactly. You just got to do it God's way and trust Him. A lot of times we like to take shortcuts and be like, you know what I'm going to do, Cassidy? You're going to start hustling on the side. I'm going to start doing this on the side. We're going to get this done. And we won't. No. Because as we talked about the other day with a friend of ours, um, that's when you produce an Ishmael, a blessing that's not from the Lord, which is a whole other story. Mm -hmm. We're not going to deal with that. But you want God's blessing, not your man-made, you put it together yourself blessing. You know what I mean? Um, Right. And so, yeah, it's. It's just so amazing, this scripture, and I'm just trying to walk y'all through it so we really are dissecting this before we get to our last question. Mm-hmm. Um, and so then in verse 5, it says, If any of you are lacking wisdom to guide him through the decisions of circumstance, he is to ask God, like we said before, seek the Lord first, uh, and he will give everyone generously without rebuke or blame, and it will be given unto him. But he must ask in faith and without doubting. And so I really want to talk about this too. Mm-hmm. A lot of people think that doubt, or if you have doubt at some point, that oh man, you're done. Like it ain't gonna happen. But I think we tend to forget that one, we are men, we're woman and man, we're humans. And so doubt is something that can happen. You know what I mean? It's something that can't cross your mind. But it's what you do with that doubt. You know what I mean? And so um, you really have to start training your thoughts, training your mindset to start rebuking those thoughts and thinking on a high level of positivity. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And so... That um, just makes me think of... Wait, what scripture did you write, man? Uh, that was verse 6. Okay, so that... I want to make a connection to that this scripture. And the scripture with... Uh, what you're talking about is um, I connected it to Mark 9 um, verses 19 through 25 and I'm reading out of the pat myself on the back NIV version as my husband will put it Uh, I'm joking I'm joking (laughs) it says you unbelieving generation Jesus replied how long shall I stay with you how long shall I put up with you bring the boy to me so they brought him when the spirit saw Jesus. It immediately threw the boy into a convulsion. He fell to the ground and rolled around, foaming at the mouth. Jesus asked the boy's father, How long has he been like this? From childhood, he answered. It, it has often thrown him, thrown him into fire or water to kill him. But if you can do anything, take pity on us and help us. 
if you can, said Jesus, <laughs> everything is possible for one who believes. Immediately, the boy's father explained, I do believe. Help me overcome my unbelief. When mm. Jesus saw that a crowd was running to the scene, he rebuked the impure spirit. You deaf and mute spirit, he said, I command you come out of him and never enter him again. So, this, you know, this man with his with uh, his son, you know, he's at a point where he's he's probably tried everything, you know, his son is convulsing, and here Jesus comes, and, you know, he's talking to Jesus, and he's like, Lord, I gotta do all this and that to 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 get this out of him, but or to try to get this out of him, but if you can do something. <laughs> that is you know what that right. Is. He said, if you can. And the thing I wanna point out is that he believed, right? But he said he believed, but there was something in him that struggled that struggled that there mm-hmm. was doubt and he said god help my unbelief help me overcome my unbelief and so um as my husband was saying you know we we can ask god god meets us where our faith is mm-hmm. we can ask god god help my unbelief god if there's any unbelief inside me if there's any doubt inside me help me to you know to get that out mm-hmm. right and then then replace that with faith and so um you know and what did jesus do he took the spirit out of his son and so therefore his father has no unbelief whatsoever yeah and i think jesus blessed him or blessed him be due to the fact that he was honest Right. You know what I mean? He didn't sit up there and be like, oh, I do believe you, Jesus. No, he said, he, you know what I mean? Like, some people would sit up there and lie. And be like, oh, I'm not doubting God. I believe him. I believe him. No, stop lying. Like, if you're in unbelief, if you do have doubt, it's nothing to be ashamed of. You know what I mean? Right. Just be honest with the Lord. Like, he was like, Lord, help me with that. Right. I'm like, yes, Lord, you're you right. I totally did say it, but help me with that. And God saw his honesty, saw his heart. Like you said, he meets us with our faith. And he said, you know what? I got you. He took care of that. And I mean, we could get even deeper with this scripture because mm-hmm. a lot of people can be like, when he says you deaf and mute spirit, well, we over here think those are natural causes. It's just a part of life. There's a lot of spirits in, in the world that are mm-hmm. causing these disformities. These things that are happening that need to be put into check. You know what I mean? That's been mm-hmm. put into the earth, but that's a whole nother, that's a whole nother podcast. We talk about spiritual warfare on another podcast but yeah like you said he meets us where I, and that was so powerful what you said i think the scripture that also uh, spoke to me was matthew 17 and 20 mm-hmm. uh which i'll read uh this is the one benefit to having your bible on your phone and i'm honestly yeah, trying to go back quickly. yes i'm trying to go back though to reading my actual bible so especially my wife you missed amplified bible i will be doing that yeah, uh, I usually use my Bible, um, and I put my phone on Do Not Disturb. Yeah, something about that physical sword is just something. But uh, I'll start from verse 19. Then the disciples came to Jesus private, and I'm reading also, let me say it with my man's for the Amplified Version. Mm-hmm. Not that. And not me. I'm just messing with y'all. Let me stop. But um, then the disciples <laughs> came to Jesus privately and asked, why could we not drive it out? 
He answered, because of your little faith, your lacking of trust and confidence in the power of God. For I assure you and most solemnly say to you, if you have living faith the size of a mustard seed, you will say to the mountains, move from here to there. And it, it if it is God's will, it will move and nothing will be impossible for mm. you. Mm. This scripture right here mm. is so deep in itself. Like, honestly, once again, this would have to be on another pocket. We might make this a part two, uh, make a part two of this because. But um, I want to start with the fact that Jesus said your lack of trust and confidence. Mm -hmm. We really truly have to understand we got to put our confidence and trust in the Lord fully. Not in, you know what I mean? It's like sometimes we go to the doctor. He's like, hey, I got a headache. Take this take this ibuprofen. Mm -hmm. And it's like, is your, is your confidence and trust in the ibuprofen or is mm -hmm. it in God? Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Is, is it in the doctor or is it in God? You know what I mean? And we really have to make sure, not saying you can't take ibuprofen. Though. Here, don't get mistaken. Now someone's going to throw all their medicine out. I'm not saying that, but I'm saying this. You need to be all your trust and confidence in the Lord. And that gives yeah, the... Yeah, like God, need, God needs to activate the ibuprofen to do what it needs exactly. to do. Exactly. You know what I mean? Because you, you hear crazy stories. Man took, you know, took three pills and out of nowhere, mm -hmm. he some random, something random happened to him. You know what I mean? I'm not saying that's going to obviously happen to you or happen to anyone, but what I'm saying is you need to have your... Um, your trust and confidence in the Lord. And then uh -huh. to get on the part, I really want to talk about the faith as a mustard seed. Uh, a mustard seed, for people that don't know, is the smallest seed on earth. So you don't need a lot. It don't take much. You know what to I mean? To move a mountain. Exactly. It don't take much for God to activate and move in your life. You know what I mean? He just needs you to have a little bit of faith in him and be consistent and fully, fully in a, and fully in for him and he can do work wonders in mm -hmm. your life and so um we're gonna get on to our third question uh which goes back to are you still in the book of james my life no i'm going to matthew okay i'm gonna go to james back to james one james one i want to say this verse nine glory in his high position as a born again believer called to the true riches and to be an heir of God yeah so um, my third question are, are you walking in the humbleness of God or are you taking his glory are you taking God's glory and walking in that and so um, basically what I mean by that is or by the question I'm trying to ask is after you build this endurance, you build this resilience, right? You know, um, I've told my wife this time and time again for myself. I, the reason I'm not really shaken by certain circumstances or issues that come into my life is because mm -hmm. I know who my problem solver is. You know what I mean? Like I said with the basketball analogy, I know who's at, who's on my bench. You know what I mean? Matter of fact, he's a starter. You know what I mean? I know who on the court playing for me, and it's God. And so I'm not tripping when different things, you know what I mean? I, I've learned through different issues that have arised in my life. Trials. But different trials, exactly. Thank you. Thank preach one. To be 
where you're at now. Exactly. <laughs> but when I get to where I'm now, am I walking in humbleness? Mm-hmm. Or am I like, oh, man, <laughs> I'm going to get through it. I ain't tripping. You know, a lot of people like to take that credit to themselves. Like, oh, you know, one thing about me is I, I ain't always, never shaking. Me, I ain't <laughs> never shaking. My bounce back game strong. You know what I mean? I just bounce back with it. You know what I mean? <laughs> Let's be honest, bro. You here based off the grace of God. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You know, I, I really, yeah, I'm. it ain't nothing about my bounce back game. If it wasn't for the Lord, I could have been that man shot. I could have been you the person. Bounced out. Yeah, exactly. I could have <laughs> been the person that, you know, it, it could have been so many things that could happen to me, but the grace of God. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And so we have to be truly in remembrance of walking in that humility and not being caught up in the fact that, oh, man. It's, uh, well, you know, let me tell you something, brother. I just, uh, my faith is so strong. My faith. No, bro. Yes, your faith is strong. We salute that. But it's the grace of God. You where you at right now. Mm-hmm. And just keeping that, like, priority, um, keeping that a priority and making sure we walk in the humility as we make it through these trials. And God does make us, get us through the storm and allow us to be walking back into um, his blessings and his favor. Or his favor, I'm sorry. You know, right now, me and my wife have been in a position of favor and blessing that God has been really just knocking down doors. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's like every other day we're hearing a new blessing. Like, oh, Lord, okay. All right. You know what I mean? It's just. Yeah. It's, you know, and I'm thankful. I'm so grateful and thankful for it. But I'm just praying, you know, something I've been praying is that God keep me humble. You know what I mean? Lord, as you bring these blessings, keep me humble. Keep me, keep me directing that praise to you. I don't want none of it coming to me, but it all going that people to see. First and foremost, yeah, for, first and foremost, people see the God that's in my life. You know what I mean? Right. Uh, like I was telling uh, friends of ours, uh, I don't ever want people to be drawn to me. I want people to be drawn to Christ. You know, as this podcast grows, as me and Cassidy grow, I'm always pointing that that finger back up to him. Like mm-hmm. I know where my help comes from <laughs> and it ain't from me to you right now it ain't from nobody on this earth either it's from the lord and so mm-hmm. um i had wrote on here malachi 3 and 8 which is the scripture that talks about will a man rob god and god quickly said yes and so <laughs> uh that scripture is used a lot for tithes and offering but it's also you it can it's also referred to um we got to think about what what everything that belongs to the lord it's not just our tithe and offering is not the only thing that belongs to the lord the glory and the honor also belong to him. And we also be still in that. <laughs> you know what I mean? We also taking that for him. You know what I mean? We were out here, you know, talking about, yo, go Cassidy. I'm Cassidy. I'm doing the thing. I'm doing the thing. But it's like, yo, Cassidy, really? Like, God looking down at you like, oh, so you did it. Right. Oh, you got that degree. Okay. All right. I see. Oh, you paid off that debt. Oh, okay. I didn't help you out? Oh, okay. All right. Right. We're we going to act brand new right now. Okay. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's just like I said, us walking in that humility, and so, um, yeah. You want anything to say, Wilma? Um, with the yeah, are you walking in humbleness? Um, so if I were to answer that question, or humility, I'm sorry, or humility, um, if I were to answer that question, there was a time where I wasn't walking um, in humility. And it was a time where I thought I was I deserved certain things, be it because I just worked hard or, you know, be it because I felt like I was the top employee or, you know, 
whatever it may be. And so I tried to create my own little man-made blessings that all like really ended up like kicking me in the butt <laughs> um in in the long run like every single time. So um yeah, I would say at that time I wasn't walking in humility and that's one thing when you're not walking in humility you you try to manufacture your own blessings and God has a way of humbling you yourself Mm -hmm. and he will do it every single time until you realize okay let me submit to God Mm because when you're not walking in humility you're not submitting Mm. to God to his word anything and that time I wasn't in humility it's a direct correlation to me not being in the word me not you know I might pray Mm. over my food every once in a while or something (laughs) thank God for this cornbread (laughs) right talk to you uh, at tomorrow's meal but um (laughs) (laughs) but um yeah it was a direct correlation there and so um you know, but now everything, anything good that comes to us is all a blessing from God. And that was uh, one of the themes of the book of Job is anything that we have on this earth mm-hmm. is a blessing from God. The homeless man on the corner who has a shirt, pants, and his grocery cart, that's a blessing from God. And so... Um, yeah, it is important to uh, to walk in humbleness and humility. And the more you get into the word and you, the more you cultivate your relationship with Christ, uh, the more you realize like humbleness goes hand in hand. Yeah, it just remind man, there's so much good stuff in what you said. And the spirit was dropping things in my spirit as you was talking. Mm-hmm. And he was really just, God just put in my spirit to say, when you walk in humility, then God will allow you to then rely on his timing. Mm-hmm. Because like you were saying, when we get into our own arrogance and we get in our own pridefulness, then we want it in our timing. Mm-hmm. And so we think, I deserve this position now. Right. I deserve I'm this due, car. I'm due mm-hmm. for a, a shout out on social media. I'm due for exactly. a, a post. Let me make a post so people can see what I'm doing. Exactly. I'm due. I see so-and-so getting blessed. You know, let me, I want to get blessed. Let me type something up real quick. Exactly. But when you walk into his humility and you trust in him and you giving him all the praise, you're not even worried about the timing because you just, hey, I'm giving God the glory. And so then he does it in his timing. Mm-hmm. And so you're not even, you know, so that's just something that God placed on my heart. Mm-hmm. And then two, also about what you said with the, the, the spirit of entitlement that we have yes. in today's society. Yes, entitlement. Like you said, God everything we get is from the lord every blessing is from the lord you are not entitled to nothing one of my favorite scriptures my dad used to quote in our household all the time if a man don't work a man don't eat that is in the bible if you don't work you don't eat (laughs) so you don't do the work you don't the, the principle of reaping and sowing is one of the number one principles throughout the whole bible you reap what you sow so we have to this generation has to get out that mentality that oh god I'm, i see i see this i see this ministry coming to fruition oh well if you didn't work for it guess what i can't help you brother you know what i mean it's mm-hmm. the faith faith uh man lord god you gotta, have to you gotta yeah you gotta put in the work 
Like yes, you got uh, you got to have faith as well. Don't I'm not saying don't have faith or have belief. Faith bel- is comes first. Exactly. We, that's what we always have to remember is that faith comes first before the works. You know. Well, no, what I'm saying is that you have to have have faith, but yeah. you need to put in the work. Yes. You know what I mean? Yes. A lot of times we just haven't, and like I tell my wife all the time, I always preach. A, I always come. I always say preach. I come. Always well, come. Well, no, I only say that is because some people could take that, could say like, um, you know, oh, so that's how I get my salvation is through works. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm not saying your salvation. I'm talking strictly on um, working far as having a job, having a, working in God's purpose, whatever God is giving, whatever. God is telling your purposes or your ministries, and, I, and get, I'm not. Get that to yeah, and I'm too. not even talking about an actual um, job, but like you're about to say, to get that to come to fruition, you have to put in some work. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, just for example, to help everyone uh, out and see where I'm coming from, God put on Cassidy Hart to be a um, to open up a a shelter for kids that she can witness to to foster kids and stuff. Right? This is a scenario, and That's not this is a scenario. So she she has this on her heart, but she just sitting there like God. When you gonna give me that building, Lord? But Cassidy hadn't researched no buildings in the area. She ain't picked up a book to even find where to go. She ain't even she don't even did the research on foster kids yet. She just telling people the Lord gonna open up a foster ministry for me. I'm gonna witness the kids, but right. she ain't did no work. But, no, but then all that time I'm looking up fitness like opening up a gym like or something not even, that's not even in my purpose yeah or you just not even looking up it but this is yeah you're not even looking it up but you over here telling god when you gonna make it happen god looking at you when you gonna make it happen i can't he can't you gotta plant the seed you know what i mean he can't sit up there and make help something grow and you ain't even planted the seed to you ain't even start putting in work you ain't even uh what's the um the farmer's term when they uh basically they, t- they have to take the dirt and have to flip it over. It's a term for that. I can't think of it. Um, but turn the dirt. Ooh, you haven't even turned the dirt. Yeah, you haven't even put in the work. When farmers, let me tell you, like I said, the principle of sowing and reaping is true. But when a farmer plants a seed, he has to, before he plants a seed, he has to turn over the dirt, basically loosen up the dirt so the seed can fall into the dirt and it can you know get nice and comfy so then he has to then fertilize it and water it so it could grow mm-hmm. that's work that's the work now his faith comes in that what he planted will bear fruit of what it was mm-hmm. and that's all another principle you only what you plant is that what the seed you plant you only can bear fruit from the seed that you plant so if you plant a pear fruit a pear seed you're not gonna get a watermelon fruit <laughs> You know what I mean? But that's a whole other principle. But, yes. Yeah, but, the, like... So, yeah, you work. the main thing what I'm saying is you just have to put in the work. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, yeah. like you said, woman, God, have faith. That couple together is yes. going to bring forth they the blessing from God. can't have one without the other. Exactly. It's that practicality carried it out, in, or that spirituality carried out in practicality. You know what I mean? I tell my wife all the time. People want to talk about God... You know, God going to make a way. God, you know, they all in this, you know, spirituality, in which I'm not... Saying nothing's wrong with that. We need to be spiritual. We are spirit beings. But at the same time, there's some practical things that God wants us to do. And I mean, if you over here talking about, oh, God going to make a way. He's going to pay these bills. But you keep skipping work to go to Bible study. <laughs> and he's talking about, well, I'm not getting paid. Bro, practicality. Go to work. So you can get a check. And then you can pay your bills. That's how that works. You know what I mean? 
that practical <laughs> or standpoint. Or have something that's bringing yeah, in money. Like. Exactly. And that's the problem with today's society. We have either people don't haven't found that balance. We either have people that's too practical or they're too spiritual. Yes. You got to be having that, yeah. in that sweet spot. Exactly. And so, yeah, man, I hope you guys are blessed by today's podcast. But I do got to ask you, babe. What oh, do Lord. you she think? She said extended version. <laughs> Extendo. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I do have a question, right? Mm-hmm. What do you think about God has given a person a specific purpose mm-hmm. in their life? Amen. But they are not walking in the purpose. Like, they're doing everything but what God has purposed them to do. It's like they know they need to do this. Like, okay, I know I have to, I want, God has put in my heart to get this uh, Mm -hmm. degree so I can do this, but I don't want to go to school. I just want to, you know, just keep my nine to five job, come home, sleep, chill, and then repeat. Like, what, what do you think about that? So I would say this, um, first I'm going to use my own personal testimony. So, anyone knows I'm a hygienist in the military. And so, for the longest time, I was going to pursue being a dentist. With that being said, though, my heart and my my heart and just who I am was in fitness. Everything that opened up easily to me was in fitness. I didn't have to, I'm not saying I didn't put in work or work hard, but God just opened so many doors in fitness for me. You know what I mean? Working out came easy. Structuring workout plans, structuring meal plans came easy. Studying diets. I literally listen to podcasts like for every fun. for fun every day on health and fitness. I literally spend my time researching health and fitness and it came it was it was um something that I became very passionate about. But here I was telling people, I'ma be a dentist. And so God just used my wife, other people around me to really open my eyes to be like, you're not a dentist. That's not your purpose. Mm-hmm. Your purpose is in fitness. God has blessed you to be able to touch people's heart, to allow them to be their best version of themselves, to take care of the temple that God has given them. Mm-hmm. And so for me, I had to realize, like, basically, I could see here God was breaking down doors for me in fitness and mm-hmm. just making a way and making it and so for that person person walking in the wrong purpose um they just need to be aware and have awareness and be looking in their life and being like okay where's and god be, yeah be where's god flowing yeah and be yeah. honest and yeah like, like what is bringing you is this what i want or is this what god wants? exactly and am i wanting it for the wrong reason because i'm gonna be honest with you i wanted to be a dentist because it seemed easy, like, okay, I'm already in the field. It's good money. Yeah. Why not? I'll be a dentist. You know what I mean? Those are not reasons to be chasing a purpose. One, because none of them had nothing to do with God. And two, it was <laughs> yeah. nothing I was passionate about. You know what exactly. I mean? Exactly. And so, and then two, I would use the testimony, the other testimony of Jonah. You keep finding your purpose if you want to. God's going to find a way that you're going to fulfill that purpose. Or, guess what? God will find someone else to fulfill that purpose. And you're going to be sitting there trying to figure it figure it out you know what i mean so you're gonna be at the desk looking like yeah why did my because i'm gonna tell you right now if jonah wanted to stay in the well let's just say jonah was like you know fine god i'll stay in the well i'm gonna be stubborn god was gonna find someone else to minister to the people in the interview. It, it was not <laughs> god god's will will be worked out right you know what i mean you a tool 
I would rather be a tool in his plan than a tool not on his plan, sitting on the shelf. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, um, you yeah, yeah, just going to work miserable. Yeah, exactly. You is that, and that's nothing. There's tons of people that because they didn't do it God's way and God's will, they became a tool on the wrong shelf, and then they sitting there wondering why. Oh, I got all this money. That, that's why you see those. I, yeah, yeah, it's I got this money. I got this big house, but I, man, I can't stand life. I hate my boss. Wait, I am the boss. So I still hate this. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Why is that? Because they're not in their purpose. They over here chasing something that they wasn't even supposed to be doing. Yes. You know what I mean? And so. Yes. Um, and I get it. Going, walking away from something that you maybe put in time and effort in, um, it can be hard. It can be really, really hard. Um, but that's where faith comes in and that's where trusting God comes in. Yeah, I just learned to, and not saying I don't plan, I do plan, but I leave enough room for God. And what that means, what I mean by that is I plan accordingly, but I also know that, hey, God could derail this. You know what I mean? For example, me and my wife, um, we were planning on living in Texas after this. That was in my, that, I felt that was in my heart. We enjoyed it. We both loved it. God had other plans, mm-hmm. and we have to always be have a, a, a space. We have to have a big enough space in our heart, in our mind, that the Lord will put you where you need to be, and just keep that remembrance. And I'm not saying you can't have your own desires, but just keeping it back in, your, in the front for your mind. I'm sorry, not the back, the front of your yeah, mind. Yeah, not the back. That God might switch that plan up. You know what I mean? Like, hey, I really was like, yo, Texas, that's where we headed. God said, psych, you're going to Carson. Boom. So, but if I was walking in my own will, I'd be like, oh, this ain't, this the devil. This ain't happening. Let me call, get this switch. But there's a door that God's going to open for me and my wife in Colorado yeah. that we don't know about yet. We don't know it. So, how so how how done would it be of me to sit there trying to... I ain't shutting it down. Exactly. I'm not about to change what God's got for me. And so, mm-hmm. um, once again, thank you guys. <laughs> you got another stand No. Okay. Thank you guys <laughs> for coming to... Are coming or I'm Why? sorry. Listening. Listening. I said coming like they came to the building. Listening to our podcast God, today. Man. God is calling you to ministry. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna be like Moses. I'm running I'm I'm running to the desert. Anybody like, gonna put me in the way, Lord? I don't I, I just that's a whole nother topic. I, don't <laughs> about that. I like I told you that is something very serious. Um if the Lord does call me to that, then <laughs> he will let me know right now um, I'm just a vessel this podcast is, is our is my little ministry my family podcast is my ministry. is my ministry that I'm working with right now and so the Lord calls us to, to more people then so be it but yes I hope you guys enjoyed today's topics on trials of life and just be encouraged that whatever you're going through the ups and the downs the Lord is with you if you lost a loved one if you lost a friend um if you your car broke down someone stole your your wallet your car your bones, whatever your brand new iPhone. yeah you know i mean if you lost some friends whatever it might be god loves you and he's with you and whatever comes out of your life he will replace and he will double it like my wife just um told you she was reading the book of Job, and if anyone read the book of Job, god doubled quadrupled his life was so much better god doubled his wealth back exactly so and during that entire time everybody around him was basically telling him like you must be the worst person on earth you don't know what you're talking about look we 
Okay, let's wrap up the con- the podcast because we don't want to You don't want who might be called over here preaching it. Like I said, God uh, would double whatever you lost, and so just be encouraged that whatever you're going through, um, you can make it through. And I'm gonna say a closing prayer real quick. Um, Lord God, I just thank you for this time uh, that you've given us, Lord God, and I just pray, Lord God, that this message encourage anyone listening to it right now that they be encouraged no matter what they're going through covid cancer um depression sadness anxiety miscarriages suicide is nothing that our lord and savior cannot help people overcome i just want that everyone listening listening to this podcast that they know they're important that they're valued by god they're they're loved they're a creation of the lord Mm -hmm. and that no matter where you are in life he cares for you and I just want to let God's people know that he is here for them. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen.